Yo, what's up? What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Oxford. It is truly episode six. I had to think about it before we started because I think I screwed up the other one thinking it was four and five. But no, this is the sixth podcast of the second season. So you know what? We are definitely knuckle deep. Speaking of knuckle deep, my co-host, the man, the myth, the legend. Sweets! What's up, brother? I'm doing good, man. Hey, I'm excited about this podcast right here because one, I'm about to learn about an awesome guy. He plays my favorite game, um, and the guy is just insane. Is I'm talking to a pro. It's, you might as well call him an NFL of you know the uh, the EverQuest game. So I'm I'm excited, um, dude. It's, it, let's let's just begin. Well, we've got a we've got a, we've got to catch up though, bro. It's been a week. I need to know how your week was. I didn't see you stream very much. You you made you made a split second entry into the LOU forum uh, and like, hey, I'm here, and then you disappeared. I don't even want to hear that shit, okay? Because you you invited me. It was just like I told you before. It's like you invite me to a club with a bunch of your friends, and then all of a sudden you disperse on me. You go to your VIP thing, and I'm just left at the bar drinking my pina colada. That's exactly how you did to me on LOU. But it, the game was actually it's dope. Um, I, I just gotta get interested. To it. I gotta get used to it. That's understood. It does have some bugs. It does. Um, it does. But yes. it's it's a completely different type of game from what I play. I feel like it's a little more technical than um, the typical games that I play. It on is. There, it but... is. But but here, I think you made a mistake starting off this kind of like redeeming, shunning me into making you feel like you're part of the game and not. If you go anywhere at the Pina Colada, that's why you're not in the VIP room. Let's just start uh, there. How about Sec- yes? Don't yes. judge. Don't judge. I'm not. I guess whatever you got to do to get drunk to do whatever you got to do. But that's fine. Those, those ladies' drinks—they're the strongest. They—they uh, they call them ladies' drinks because they're trying—they're trying to trick us, bro. They get one drink and they're bust. You get a beer, you need four of them. I'm being more cost-effective. I mean, whatever you got to tell yourself. What's the next step? Sex on a beach? Fuzzy navel? Uh, you're killing me. All right. So listen. Here we go. Before I even knew you were gone, I, I found out that both of my uh, my chat admins swept you off into a completely different room and started, hey, bro, hey, but hold on, hold on. Quiet. They, I, I want to tell you, they let me fail without giving me a chance to fail because I was actually looking forward to, to hanging out with you. So you got to get in. Uh, if you guys are wondering what that is, uh, Legends of Ultima uh, is the Unity version. It's the T2A-S-U-O-R um, or, or Ultima Online Reborn. It's around those eras. They've grabbed certain rule sets from there and they've remade Ultima Online and a Unity engine. So it's like a, a successor to it, but it's got some te- uh, tweaks and twists and some really cool stuff they've added to it. And they're continually adding more to it. Uh, so you can catch me doing that most regularly up until about July 9th because, uh, uh, what is it? Swords Online, Swords of Legend Online is coming out on 9th. That's launching, and I'll be just ridiculously into that. But but back to back to this. You've got to get in, spend some more time in. Uh, we're waiting for you. We're not too far ahead of you, so that's going to happen. Well, I'm excited about the bard mixed with the mage thing. It's dope. I thought that was though and and i'm very interested on how to play with but i was watching a lot what you were doing you were throwing out some freaking like double ninja star type stuff and you were killing these huge trolls and i was like oh this thing has a lot more you know 
NPCs than what I thought. So they really put in some work on this darn game. And uh, yeah, man, um, I just I feel like it's still a little more difficult, but I'm happy that you have a, a cool community that's willing to, you know, take me to a secret room and teach me some uh, skills that uh, not a lot of people would know about. I would, man. That's what we're here for. That's what we do here. But listen. Now, I mean, what's what's funny is is that was my starter game, right? That's that's that was like your awesome starting game, but that's what started me. And then I moved into EverQuest. Now, what that's going to do is that's that's a nice soft segue into who we have with us today as a guest. And from the EverQuest community, he's actually a legend. Now, he's a legend in a way he just likes to make the game harder for himself. Now, I'm not necessarily saying it's hard for him, but I tried to do that. And we'll get into what we're talking about, what I mean by that. I tried to do his way of life, bro. It was hard. And it's just, I don't know, man. I don't think, you know what? Do you take an elevator up 50 flights or you decide to take the stairs? Well, he takes the stairs, right? And then he makes it look easy. And somehow he beat me up to the 50th floor and I was on the elevator, right? So without further ado, Zade or Zade God, as you know, as he's known as on Twitch is joining us today. Welcome, bud. How are you? Hey, hey, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. How are you guys? Doing good, man. Doing good. Um, you know, oh, boy, Zade right there. Boy, I know. I know. I hey, Zade, how the hell did you just YOLO it? I didn't think if I was going to message you, you were going to be like, hell yeah, let me, uh, let's go ahead and do this thing. That's how he was. He was chill, y'all. Zade is chill. Just try to stay, uh, you know, always ready, I guess. That's what I'm talking about. They call me Listo, too, man. I stay ready. Say, just just tell me where he's sending the butthole pics, and I'll just tell him not to do it. <laughs> no, but seriously. So, what what you're well known for in the community of EverQuest is, and I always screw this this up, but it's 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 self found. Explain what that is. Explain explain what you're so super known for. Right, right. So, um, I stream a lot of times. I stream EverQuest content where I'm doing SSF hardcore, which means solo self found hardcore um and the way it works is you can't group and everquest is designed to be a grouping game primarily so you have to solo the whole way you can't accept buffs ports um items or anything from anybody else all the stuff you have as a character must come from mobs you solo quests you do alone or trade skills you make yourself and a lot of times that is going to make it so that you can't do a lot of quests your class is supposed to do like it's a paladin i can't do my paladin Solosec row armor because I would need to rely on another class to enchant items for my quest to be completed. So right. um, it's, it's very challenging and arduous and you just have to, you're forced to get creative with how you approach encounters. And then the, the final piece there, hardcore means if you die, you delete your character. Now, when, okay. I have a question. When, when did this pick up? Did it start with just you or your friends or um, I saw that you, you do a lot with YouTube and everything from there. But wait, what do you mean friends? It's solo self-found. There are no I friends in the realm of this gameplay. I got that. I'm talking okay. about his actual friends. Oh. Meaning like, did y'all have like, like, let's make this harder, guys. Let's do this. That's what I was trying to figure out. Like, did you just play EverQuest by yourself or did you have like, you know, some real friends that brought you to the game or you just already, already knew it? Well, I've been playing, so I've been playing EQ since 99. Uh, when I was a little kid, I got into it through a, an older friend of mine. But I guess in 2019, uh, it was 2019, maybe, yeah, late 2019, early 2020, um, there was this other guy, Echo Location 8, who is a buddy of mine. He was doing solo self-found, not hardcore. Uh, he was doing a warrior on P99. And uh, me and a bunch of buddies of mine were watching that whenever he streamed. And, we, were, you know, it's just fascinating to see. 
And, um, you know, normally when, when a new server launches, I like to race to max level and see if I could be the first person there. And um, on Eridune, which was the TLP server that launched that year, I raced to max level. I got the first level 50 on the server, and then I deleted my character. Wait, I did not know that. That's dope, dude. What did you, what did you call? I was a mage. So I was the first 50 on Agnar. Eridune and now just on mischief I was the first 50 as well Wow really now okay so did you do that as SFF or did you do that just to get to the 50 and then and then delete and then remake the character to do that that play style right yeah so at the time I just did it to to race you know to see if I could be the first person done okay and then I I didn't intend to raid on that server usually I, I lead a raiding guild uh, but on this one, I had no intentions to raid, so I just deleted my character kind of as a flex. I was like, all right, I finished. I was first. Let's delete it because it doesn't even matter. Right. And something about that and like the hype that that caused made me just think about doing the SSF thing that Echo was doing, but adding the additional death penalty to it. And uh, I started streaming it, and I, you know, it just it caught on. It seemed like a lot of people were really interested. There's a lot of tension, and it really, it really forces you to try to like think through how you approach every single tiny encounter because everquest is really a very dangerous world um, yes. and you die a lot if you're if you're uh not careful well and and even more so now that there's no um there's no body dragging there's no corpse retrieval you, you your your stuff there's there's the penalty back in 99 was so disgusting and if you play p99 i i think you actually have to go back and get your body it's been a while since i played there but yeah. Yeah, so I mean that's that's raw. I mean that hurts, you know. Falling down the tree stump in Blackbird is not something you laugh about, right? It's like, oh shit, um, you know. So I, I I did it with a slight rule set change on Mischief for a little while uh, because I was playing a character uh, that I've never played before, character style or play style. I was like, you know, up to up to twenty, and then after twenty, because I didn't even know how to be a sham and I didn't know how to be a druid, right? So I was like, let me try it. Um, and I, I just I, I found it to be very arduous and I, I, it was just like holy shit you can't just run into a camp and go at it and just go well i'll kill three and die after the fourth one no big deal if you die it's gone right so what i ended up doing die up to 20 but lose a major piece of item and it was randomized so i could lose my weapon i could lose you know what i mean so it wasn't as harsh as as say the way you did it but being the first time on there it was harsh i was like holy shit he does this all the time because i've watched you I just yeah you know, i think that's a really cool twist on the rule set whatever you have to do to get your blood pumping you know what i mean but right. not chase yourself away from it right because i mean if you i mean you put it dude 35 levels in on a warrior and you and you've done that on your own holy piss yeah, that that's some balls on you when they, <laughs> that's that's tough and also having to figure out where you went on a camp like do you have like a rotation that you typically do um, like a, a zone that actually gives you more exp. He likes high keep. Am I right? Yeah, I love high keep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I watched him do high keep for like forty minutes, and and it's funny. I'm not a and and, and sweets. We've discussed this. I'm not a big consumer of content like like our chat is. Right? There's always some people that are always chatting with you in there, and, and and that's how they get their content. We produce it, and I don't know of very many people who do watch. But I was watching him at high keep, and I was like, what is this? I, and I, and no, no, no offense to you, but I was like, what is this bullshit SSF? What? <sighs> this can't be fun. You know, this is a community game. It's, as you said, it's a group game. What? Go play Mario Kart, right? 
And then I'm looking at him and he's sitting, I'm like, holy shit, he almost died. And he's like, yeah, if I would have died there, everything would have been gone. I was like, oh, that's what that means. Oh, that's bullshit. So I stayed right on the edge of my seat and you purvey a, I mean, it's, and it's sometimes tough, right? Cause you know, you purvey this heightened experience on something that we otherwise take for granted. You go into high keep, you bring three or four friends and mow shit down. No big deal. But to go in there like you did, sit on that bridge and go, okay, this is going to spawn next. Like you're working through every move. And I was like, that is really a cool way to create content. So when he told me, Hey, guess who I got? And I'm thinking, uh, it's another streamer girl. Why does he get all the streamer girls jokingly with him in my head? And he told me it was you. And I was like, bro, let's jump on this shit. This is great. I love this because this is content, but it's content in a way that not very many people a sustain streaming you get on and you have a very good flow of traffic through your channel right and it's yeah. it's purity like you really bring it back to what made everquest pure that nostalgia feeling um so it, it real quick if no one's tried this solo self uh, uh found i don't say go permadeath on your first one or find a rule set that kind of helps you stay true to ssf but Give it a shot. If if you're not burnt, but you're like, man, I want to do something slightly different. You've got to go look him up, see his vods. Uh, I know he's he's got some content on on YouTube as well. Check out what he's doing. If you can't catch a stream, um, he's had some real life stuff happen. Not bad. All for the awesome kick ass greatness of it. But it's kind of pulling him away from content creation at the moment, and it's so worth it. Of course. I mean, you have your own real SSF happening right now, right? But uh, <laughs> you only get one shot at it, right? Um, and, and you've basically got to do it on your own, which is fantastic. Uh, so not only do you create the content like that, you're living it as well. So that's just a really funny dynamic. Now, I do have some questions. We always kind of like somewhere in between the talking of what you guys do. We also want to find out about who you are. Uh, and that's done in a multitude of different, different ways. Uh, I usually will just do a random question that I think of at the time. And so the question tonight for you or today, or if you're listening to it on Saturday morning when it goes live uh, this morning, the question for you is, what was the very first game that you played? And it's any game. It doesn't mean PC, Nintendo, Atari, Commodore. I mean, it could be a board game, cards, D&D. In the world of gaming, bringing you from uh, reality into a new reality, kind of that type of thing, what was the first one you've ever played that, that grabbed you? Like, what was it for you that said, this is fun? So something that, that like I was immersed in. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fine. I mean, hey, you could be immersed, immersed in shoots and ladders. I mean, it was funny you, you say <laughs> that. Like, shoots and ladders was actually the first game I ever played as a kid, but obviously I didn't find it super immersive. Right. But I think the most, the, the one that grabbed me as a kid first was uh, the Legend of Zelda. Dope. Which which one? S N uh, N E S. Yeah, the NES, the original one. The gold? Uh, just, you know, you drop down, you're just like, you can, you're like, what do I, normally in a game, it's just like, okay, you go right, especially at that time, you know what I mean? It was very clear. Right. It was just like, you could do whatever you want. You go in, and the old man, you know, says, hey, it's dangerous to go alone, take this, and he gives you the sword, and it just like, it seared itself into my memory. Really? So, so, so you're a Link fan, or um, are you a Zelda fan? Well, I mean, like, as a kid, I was a Link fan, I think... You know, growing up, I've become more of a Zelda fan. She's kind of hot, especially in the newer stuff. But if she could just stop getting captured, it's kind of like the princess uh, on Mario. 
But uh, so that, okay, so Zelda, really okay. Now, now that was obviously a solo one. What was your very first thing? It could be EverQuest, and that might be why you're loving it now. But from the MMO perspective, like, what's your fondest memory? Your first, like, oh my god, if I could relive that, it's like the best moment. I get, the, I get the feels in an MMO playing your your best memory that you could you would tell friends if you had to tell them my favorite thing in the world if i could redo it again would be this in an mmo definitely it's definitely everquest there's just so many good memories it's hard to pick them out like there's nothing like the first time you log in you know what i mean And, and the world just feels so alive you haven't figured it out everything is a mystery that's just like so amazing right like my first character i made it was a human in kanos a shadow knight um i was eight years old or so and i promptly got lost and died in the darkness and i don't know it's just so cool like every weapon i picked up i tried it right. so all my weapon skills sucked yeah it was just a, a wild wonderful experience and like i fell down that hole in black burrow in the tree oh the course. fucking tree dude yeah yeah we were just talking about that the last podcast <laughs> <laughs> last podcast we brought i every time someone plays everquest i bring that son of a bitch tree up because that is my most i law i was uh, i played a monk euripides and i i had like I had, I finally had my full set of cloth, right? Like I, I was ready to go get into black bro, do my thing, punch some, you know, beat up everything because screw Fippy dark Paul. I want to unleash the fury on his family for what he did to me in that noob zone. Right. Um, but mine and this, and you might be able to relate if you played that far ago, do you remember in the Jayla, that's where you camped the J boots in the star room. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember that. I spent between my brother and myself in a rotation of sleep during one summer. Um, I took off of work and I, I took, you know, a couple of days off. And it was a Friday, Monday. So I had the weekend and he came over and he was still in high school, bro. We camped the boots for 72 hours and it did not drop. Not a <laughs> single pair. So of course, earrings, right? yeah, yeah. So of course, you know, you, you, you got people and that's back when you could camp steal, you can walk in and just blow shit up. And we had it stolen and they looted the boots in front of us. Uh, you know, so that's like, that's mine. Right. And, uh, not a bad, not a good, but it was just something that I was like overly done. And it was a good feeling. We walked away after 72 hours with no boots. Uh, now you can do a stupid ring quest and it's yours, right? And, you know, it's the millennials. They just don't know what they have to deal with, you know? Um, but uh, I just, I, I mean, over there when that first launched, you know, that was that big hill that everyone would sit on and kill the rhinos and stuff as they'd walk by. Yep. I, yep, just, I used to do that camp. Bro, there's so many good memories. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with the just, everyone now is spoiled, right? You, anybody can wake up in the one day and go, I'm going to make a video game. And it can look halfway decent. But EverQuest just, I don't know if it was because it was the first kind of of its kind, 3D. Um, there wasn't a lot of lore. A, a lot of people don't realize that, but there wasn't a ton of lore. Uh, it was built in over the years, you know, and people like yourself and, and Sweets now. So do you play, because we've talked about this community to us in our older age. And I say that in a nice way, a youthful way. Community to us is so very important. Do you find yourself... Um, looking for that even though you do quite a bit of ssf but do you find yourself yearning like you said you lead you know raiding guilds is that still important to you in playing games or is that becoming important to you rather yes it's super important to me and it's become important to me in different ways as i've gotten older and become more satisfied with my my time in eq you know early on 
um, I really wanted to try hard and, and do things in the raid environment and be like a top raid guild kind of thing. And, and so the people I looked for, the people I recruited were the people who were the greatest assets performance wise. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but now as I'm getting older, I've done all the raids I really want to do. I've done them fast. I've done them with very few people, every way you can imagine. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um, so now I'm starting to look at things like I want to recruit people that I actually enjoy being around that I enjoy playing with. And I don't care if they like the, the best player on the server is not in that group. So, so to you, your, your play style is, is, is having the commodity of friendship over, uh, resourcefulness or the ability to be the best DPS. Like you're not looking for the mid max anymore. You've, you've transitioned into more of a, a family friendly environment, if you will. Yeah, I, I guess like that. Yeah. And and you know what? Hey, EverQuest has a there's a skill ceiling up there and there's some nuance to it, but um it's easier to find someone who you get along with and teach them how to reach peak performance than it is to find someone who's already at peak performance and teach them to have some like manners, you know what I mean? To know right. how to be social. Right. No, I, I agree. You I mean truth bro you speaking well i mean i think i really truthfully it's it's even in in real life right i mean it's easier to hire somebody who has customer service and you can teach them to be a technician as opposed to having a rain man work for you and having to try to teach them how to be polite right because they don't know they're not polite so and you find that in these games and especially a game such as everquest the people that you're playing with that are you know og 1999 guys girls uh and in this case anything in between uh, if they were a neckbeard back then, they're definitely a neckbeard, and it's just reinforced now, right? And the funnier part is now, Seda, is, is I don't know if you've encountered this, but those mid-max guys that are doing it now, it doesn't... If I talk to you in suites and go, you know what I said to him, man? It was just like, bro, it's a 20-year-old game. You're trying to be the best at a 20-year-old game. You and I would go, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a 20-year-old game. And you'd have this weird, like uh normality about why are you being a tryhard but to that guy it's still 1999 right and they've got to be the best and it's like for what it's like winning the high school trophy again but you're you're al bundy right i mean it's i don't know if you get that reference but it's along the same lines dude and it's like how nostalgia only gets you so far right and i think that's one of the reasons you've you've excelled in finding new ways to reinvent playing everquest um, and that's, and that's like no different than wow. Right. I, I don't know if you ever tried to do hardcore mode in wow. And there was a hardcore mode, uh, you know, raids and you know, Hey, it's not enough for you. Try this. And and then you're like, Jesus, I'm pulling my hair out. I now hate the people I love 10 minutes ago. Cause I can't get past this one setting of the Lich King. Right. Um, so I think, I think as we grow as individuals or even as content creators, I think we see it differently. And I don't know if you've seen this being a content creator yourself, but you, you want to portray the game the way you feel and not the way you play. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it absolutely. It does. Cause like when I, when I'm involved in the hardcore guild rating aspect, sometimes when you're playing that style and you're trying to be the top guild on the server, you get your hands dirty. You play in ways that are not like great for community building sometimes, right? That's right. not the person you are when you're streaming because you want to cultivate a positive community and you want to, like you're showcasing the game in a sense too. Because like, I know, I'm sure it happens to you guys when you stream. People are like, oh, this game is still out there. What is it like? You know what I mean? Right. 
and uh, I want to be an ambassador for the game. So I want to represent the, all those positive things. And I find that being that person on Twitch makes me more that person in game as well. You know what I mean? It's, it's, uh, it's integrity. Uh, not, I'm not going to turn it biblical here, but, but that's the, the definition of integrity is when quote unquote, God's not watching, you're doing the right thing. Right. But then again, the all ominous eye is still watching. Right. But it's the same thing when you're on streaming and you want to show the love and why you love the game, you tend to lead from the heart and not from the pocket. Right. You're not going to go in and, uh, take over a camp when you weren't streaming. Otherwise you probably would go, no, we're taking this. Uh, thank you. You know what I mean? And, or you might, uh, train somebody, you know, there's, and I get that, right? So when someone's watching, you tend to be the best you, which isn't always bad. And it doesn't mean it's fake either. I just think you want to do justice to the game. That's what's happening with me. I'm playing a legends of Ultima, um, which is like a, like I said, a remake in the beginning of the podcast. And I want to be the best me and I want to sell the best me and the best of the product can be, whether there are bugs, whether there are things that they're having to work on, I want to encase or showcase the best part of why I love it. And the only way to do that is with love or with kindness, because you can't punch somebody and say, I love you. It doesn't quite read right. You know what I mean? Um, so, all right. So we've, we, we, we've, we've kind of talked about every quest. Now, do you have any other interests? And I don't I, listen, all of you people out there listening, thank you so much, but don't judge the man. If he says he likes to play. Wow. I'll do that. What other games do you like? besides everquest now you may or may not stream but what do you what are your guilty pleasures or um what else do you find yourself doing well i usually i usually have this weird thing where like i'll get into one thing for like maybe three months or so um and i'm like obsessed with it and it's all i think about all i do and it's all my free time and then one day i just wake up and i i have no urge to do that anymore and i switch to the next thing and that's kind of how i am uh, with EverQuest, like I'll play really hardcore for a couple months, and then something else will pique my interest, and I have to put up, you know, I have to put a hundred percent of myself into whatever it is that interests me. Right. So, um, you know, I'm really big in fitness and and stuff like that. I write a lot. I hope to one day, you know, publish something. We'll see. Um, but other games, um, it comes and goes. Like Resident Evil, that new game came out. I love the whole franchise. Uh, Dark Souls, I really like that just for the challenging, you know, aspect of it. So I play all the from software games. Okay. Um, I haven't really had any other big MMOs I've played in a long time. Like I played Rift when it came out. Oh, that was I good. Never, yeah. I loved Rift. I never yeah. got into WoW. Re re really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, some, it, that's, that's wow. That, and I say wow in a way that <laughs> not wow. Well, I didn't see what I did there. Um, but wow, like, oh my gosh, it's very rare that in the MMO community and play groups, someone's touched it like once they've at least logged in on a free weekend and go, this isn't for me, but you've never played it. No. Yeah. It's, uh, so wow became big, you know, and I was already into EQ and, and yep. stuff and I really loved EQ. Um, I had tried other MMOs at the time that EQ was around and I always just like, didn't like them. Like, like Asheron's. yeah, stuff like that. And, okay. For some reason, Dayok back then just didn't pull me. I played it for a couple months, and then I went back to EQ. Yeah, I played um, it. I played it as well. I got up to a max level uh, on a Frost Wizard was my first one. But it, it once you got past the PvP side of things, it was kind of, eh, you know, I, there was no holding on to you. It's just weird. Right. EverQuest just, I don't know, man. I mean, for a game, it's called EverQuest. There's not very many quests, first and foremost, right? right? I mean, that's one of the ongoing jokes and gags. Um, uh, you know, Dayok, uh, for those of you who don't know, Dark Ages of Camelot, 
that had some some good content, but it was really realm versus realm versus realm, which was the first of its kind, really. Uh, so so there was PvP based on three different differential factions that would come on the battlegrounds. Each of them own a battleground. They've owned one, but there was also a communal battleground that you'd fight over, and there was some dungeon stuff that they did that was really neat mechanically. Uh, you know, but but yeah, there there there's such polar opposites. EverQuest just has always. I don't know, man. They just kind of did it right, and no one's touched it, right? The the only place you could find a solid bard, like a true bard, like what they did there was fantastic, right? We all know that they kind of shit on the rogues until, what, Planes of Power. The rangers were kind of a half-assed bastard cousin that I think took off just before Planes, right? Um, when the AAs came out, you could, you could start plowing into certain things. But I just, I don't know, man. I, I love it. I do, and deep and down in this weird place that I've kept a hole in my heart for EverQuest. But I, I got on to mischief, and I was just like, oh, dude, I just can't fucking do this. I, I, I did. What was the last one you and I were on, Sweets? The last server? Yeah, mischief. No. Yeah. The other one. Are you talking one. about Aerodune? Aerodune. So I got on Aerodune, I had three, four, fifties, sixties, fifties, sixties, I think. Couldn't believe I did it. I was like you. Three months, bro. I played my ass off. I mean, we hit it hard, and then I just was like, I'm not feeling it. And, and and as a content creator, I think you can understand this as well. People know bullshit. They can see it. They can hear it. I mean, damn near smell it. Um, they can look at you streaming, and you just, they know you, right? They know that you get on, you have this passion about fighting, doing your, and then all of a sudden, they're like, man, what's wrong? And like, what are you talking about? And, just, and, and, and that's when it clicks. Man, I'm just not feeling it today. I guess I'm going to stop playing. Right. So they could tell when you're just phoning it in. Yeah. And that's, and that's really tough. Um, uh, you know, so that's why I was like, what else do you play? Cause if, I mean, you're really known for, for you took off in the world of, of, of SSF. So I was like, do, do you get a, do you see your viewership fluctuate if you're not doing SSF as opposed to just basic gameplay or, or do you find the community is really there just because of your knowledge and what you bring to the, uh, to the, to the show that day? Um, you know, I would hate to assume like what brings them there, but I find that anytime I play EQ, I get, you know, I, my viewership numbers are pretty good. Yeah. Um, during mischief launch, it was crazy. It was crazy. Like I was, I had just hit level 50 and we were killing Finny. We were doing Finny. It was actually the fastest Finny ever killed from server launch. And, uh, I had 815 concurrent viewers. Wow, and, bro. And I'm like, this is like more people than I've ever seen watch at request unless Co is like playing it. Oh yeah. When Co brings over his 55,000 people. Um, right. It's, and, it's, and I love it. And everyone gets like, well, he's here. Like, shut the fuck up. He's telling 55,000 people that don't otherwise know or have an interest. Now they do stop it. Like don't hate on big streamers coming over and, 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 you know, creating a little hobble for a while. It, it's a good thing because people move. People want to see other people when they're, you know, those chats and you can tell if there's a larger streamer than average, it's when the bots show up and ask if you want to be famous. Right. You yeah, know, yeah. and I'm like, okay, someone's, so I'll be streaming something, whatever it is. And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting at 50, 60 viewers, 30 viewers, you know, it depends what day or what I'm doing. And all of a sudden it's like, do you want to be famous? And I'm like, ah, not today. I'll open up a website and I'll see, oh shit, Co's in here. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, you know, but I mean, as far as your journey, what, what made you, what made you decide to say, you know what? I want to stream this. Most people go, cause I want my friends to see me playing the game before discord. You could stream, right. And show your screens. Um, 
Like what what made you decide to go? I mean, I've seen your opener. It's pretty cool. You've definitely invested either money or time into it, which it doesn't matter which one it is, but you've put some time into it, you know? Uh, what what you just wake up one day and go, "Babe, I'm going to get on Twitch." And she's like, "What what is that?" You know? I mean, wh what was your evolution of getting to where you are today? Right. I mean, it almost was kind of like that. So, uh <laughs> Nice. I wanted to be a guild leader, you know what I mean? So when I first was playing, I was always forming guilds and trying to do big things. And uh, YouTube came out and and I didn't think about it for a long time, but I saw somebody making some EverQuest videos eventually. You know, this is on the Vulak Timelock progression server. Yep. And uh, at the time, there, there really was not a lot of EverQuest content on YouTube, like barely anything. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just... Um, my original goal is to have basically a library of footage where any raid mob you Google for or you, you search on YouTube for EverQuest, you'll find one of my videos. Right. And I basically did that at the time to, um, to almost current content, starting from classic progression style rating from classic all the way to just about live. Um, and that was was two things. I thought it was really cool because I like producing content. It, it helps my like my urge to be creative. Right. And it's good because it is very good to drive recruitment and build a brand for your guild, which makes the guild stronger. Of course, because you have people that go, holy shit, I want to be part of that. Right. Makes a lot of sense. But what yeah. got you to live content? Because that's a different beast, right? You, you right, can't so, hide mistakes. <laughs> right. Uh, I think it was just like trying to push that envelope a, a little bit more. Um, and so I actually started streaming on Twitch with EverQuest in 2016, 2014 even. It was a long time ago. Um, before there was like an affiliate kind of status. Right. I streamed for like two months. That was actually when it was Justin TV was what, 2013? It swapped over? I don't remember exactly, but yeah. Yeah. When, when, so when I did it, it was definitely Twitch by then. But it was, mm -hmm. it was a lot different streaming. Like your tools as a streamer were way more bare bones. Right. Um, so I just bought a green screen and I was playing with my laptop and a, and a Blue Yeti and that was it. And uh, back then there was also no instancing in EverQuest. So like I was, I led the top guild on the server, which means if you wanted to like watch raid content, I was the only person you could watch. Oh, that's brilliant. So, so my, my, yeah, my viewership numbers were pretty good. Um, and, you know, eventually I just got bored with it, stopped, and I didn't pick it back up again until I started doing SSF. Because, like, I didn't feel like I had anything compelling to bring to a stream. You know what I mean? And then I was, like, doing SSF, and I'm like, well, there's no point in doing the uh, the hardcore run 1 through 50 if I'm going to hit 50 and people are just going to say, eh, we don't believe you. You know what I mean? So I was like, let me put it all live so that people could see every second of it, and uh, that way we'll we'll have a record that it is authentic. Okay. That's awesome. I, the The question is, I, I had a couple. One of them was, how do you find out you were the first to hit 50? Does it, it tell you an announcement? Oh, yeah, it'll tell you. Is there like a site you go to? No, so on P99, you'll get an announcement and stuff like that, but on normal EQ servers, you won't. Um, but everybody who is big into the community like that, you, you just end up knowing everybody. And what we do is we send out scouts to all the zones as we're leveling up. So there's, if you guys, you know, you've leveled up in classic, there's only a few places you can hit 50. Um, so we're watching lower Gux, Soul B, a few other zones. And you just, through that process, you're tracking who's the highest. And then you get an achievement when you hit 50 and you can compare everybody else's level 50 achievements to see who's got the earliest timestamp. Um, so you, you can authenticate it, but yeah, I've had people come to my stream and be like, 
you know, you're not actually the first 50. I, I hit 50 several hours before you. Just no one knows about it. And I'm like, okay. Like, you, got no, bunch, you got a bunch of haters. I, I get it. Right. <laughs> Dude, you turn like EverQuest. I, I look at it as like you turned a marathon into an Ironman. That's pretty much what you did with EverQuest with your um Right, with, with the SFF? Account. Oh, my God, yeah. bro. Yeah, and, no, it's bad. I think that's awesome. How I actually fell upon yours. I, I was looking at you. Before I learned all that, I was just like trying to figure out who was streaming EverQuest. And I was like, shoot, EverQuest is still like a thing that's on Twitch. And I think I saw you and I saw um, Level Up Larry and I saw um, Legendary Chris and Pantheus and everybody saw Pantheus. Right. And uh, I noticed that you had a check and I was like, this dude got partnered off EverQuest. And then I saw Pantheus and... uh, Actually, I saw Pantheus first, and then I saw you. I actually caught you once you were announcing that you actually got partnered, and I thought that was dope. And then um, I just I, I was trying to figure out what style of um, EQ you were doing, and you weren't doing the P99 like everybody else was doing, and I thought that was really awesome. But you've always came off real chill on the uh, on your on your channel and when i came in to say hi and i was i'm pretty much a nobody you 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 acknowledged me so you're very in tune with your community and i thought that was very cool of you and i think there's i think successful streamers such as yourself that's what helps out yeah one thing you're really good at playing video games one thing that you're very knowledgeable about the actual game that you're playing but thirdly you're you're very um interactive with your community and i might be wrong it's just been every time i've gone in there you've always said hi or whatever is going from there. Um, yeah. I try to be, I try to be super interactive to the point where like it hurts my gameplay a lot, but when you're streaming, like it's customer service face on, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're there for the stream primarily. The game is almost like a background to it. Right. Yeah. So I, and you took a lot of my uh, community folks. They're in your guild right now. And they're like, dude, this guy is so dope. I love his guild. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad they like it. Well, uh, what, what, what's the name of your guild? Uh, so right now we, uh, I so fundamentally the guild I made is is called Faceless. It's been a guild on like many TLP servers. The current incarnation of Faceless is called Faceless X in Virtue. It's a collaboration between the Faceless organization and another guild called In Virtue or IV. Yep, I know, I know both of them. I know, bo- yeah, I know Jade, of both of them. Jade's in that. Jade's yeah. is in that guild. He's uh, she's the cleric of that guild. She looks dope and. I was like, what the hell is this guild? Is this the number one guild? And they said, oh, this is Zades. And I was like, really? I said, oh, that's dope. So, uh, yeah, you, you you got something going on. Now, when you're leading your guild, what is your style? Are you one of those, like, hardcore cursing that, getting mad? Or are you more patient? Uh, do you calculate stuff that take an hour before you're actually going to hit something? Or you just go right into it and you just give a couple of uh, advice and then go from there? Uh, a, a little bit of everything, I, I think. I tr- first, I try to treat people with, with dignity and respect as much as I can, you know what I mean? Because, like, we're just a little too old to, to have someone, you know, the raid leader cursing at us and shitting on us while we're trying to do something. It's You volunteer to be here, right? You are giving our guild your service. So if someone treats you bad, I expect you to leave. So I try not to do that most, most of the time. Agreed. <laughs> you, also, you also did something different, which I've never seen before, but it kind of makes sense. You actually don't do like a, what's it, DKP? You actually do something where when you guys are raid, you're selling it off to make money for everybody that joined that raid, which is right. interesting. I thought that was dope. I've never seen that before. 
Um, yeah, it's the first time we've ever done it, and it's very challenging, to be honest with you. Um, there's a lot of administrative burden with it, but basically, like, we we sell the items to the guild for Platinum, and then 100% of that money is then split evenly with all the people who attended the raid. So if we get an item and it sells for 100,000 Platinum, and there's 50 people, then everybody gets, you know, 2,000 Platinum at the end. Oh, that's, that's dope, really bro. cool. Okay. And Very then you cool. can buy buy that item from the guild if you actually want the item. Is that correct? Well, I mean, in this position, yeah. it's set up because of the way everything is uh, dropped, right? You can do drop and right. Okay. Now, have you guys gone to say I don't know a naggy raid and uh, like with this with this? What's the most? Oh my god! WTF? We just got this. Like you know, I mean, like getting Ghoulbane off of a random. <laughs> Froglock would be, you know, or, or not a random froglock, but a froglock that's not where a ghoul band drops, right? What, what do you, what's, what's your holy shit moment so far on mischief? So we've had so many of them. It's crazy. First, I want to say that I love the server and the devs did an incredible job, but we found a lot of crazy, like little bugs and, and stuff. Um, we were killing an Azarak, which is basically a trash mob in the plane of sky, and it dropped a mana robe, which drops off Trakanon. Um, so that was. <laughs> Wow! Even the right expansion, and they let us keep it. They didn't take it away, which was crazy. So that was that was a big one. They let you keep it? Yeah, they let us keep it. And then today we killed uh, Venal Sathir, Talandor, Severalis, and uh, and Fedetar, also refers on mischief. And they dropped Legacy of Yakesha loot, which is the expansion right after Planes of Power. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that. What? And they let you keep it? Well, you know, we've only had a couple hours now. We'll see. I, you know, it's easy to let you keep a mana robe when you're going to get it in two weeks when Kunark drops, but it's a different thing when, you know, this content is like six months away and it's way, way different than what we get normally here. So well, I wouldn't be surprised if the GMs come and take it away. But, but uh, do, you, do you feel that they would uh, honor, you know, um, would they honor you with something of like value or randomize you something off of the like value? I mean, they would have to do something and just take it and not give you something. Uh, no, I think I think they'll just I think they'll just take it and not give us anything. But it's part of being the the cutting edge guild as you deal with things like that, and we're all, you know, we all handle it pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I guess, but that'd be suck if if you have to, you know, you lose a hundred thousand platinum drop. You know what I mean? Like that poor person. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. So when we get out of era items like that, we bid it out with the caveat. We say, hey. Uh, there's a chance that you will lose this item and we're not going to do a refund. So bid at your own risk. And then those items go a little bit lower uh, value wise for the bids than you would normally expect just because people have that trepidation. Well, which makes sense. And there's also the, you know, the, the, well, it's, you know, at your own risk, which is, which is really nice because it still gives them the availability to go, Hey, look at this, or go sell it immediately and make more money. <laughs> so Right, uh, go flip it. Yeah, flip it because you know it might be gone. Um, so Zay, wow. quick question: What is what advice would you give for a new person or anybody that's joining the server on leveling up fast? Like, what is the routes that you actually take? Like, you say, I go to this zone, go to this zone, go to this zone. If you make this class, this is where I would go to try to get loot and everything. Um. Yeah. So, uh, advice on leveling fast. I guess I would say. The, the number one thing is to try to find five other people who you can spend your time with and plan your play sessions so that you don't have to log in and this guy's like, oh, I need to go buy water and this guy's like, I need to give my kid a bath and I'll be on in 30 minutes or your LFG. Like the moment you log in, you want to be at your camp already and forming your group immediately. So that way you're just productively using that play time. 
Um, that's the biggest thing. Cause like when I play EverQuest, I have a static group, which means like we already know from level one through 50 until we're done, we're going to be in a, the same group the whole time. We're not going to stop. Um, so that's like a hardcore one, but you could do the same thing on a schedule. Then for zone, zone routing, you got to stick to zones that are like very dense with mobs that you want to find mobs that are generally one to three levels higher than you as much as possible. Try to never kill blues if you can avoid it. Um, so my route this this last time was we did like we did like one through eight in um, Steamfont Mountains. Then we went to Lava Storm and did that till fifteen. Then we went to Solasec A and did that till thirty one. Solasec A is the highest zone experience modifier in Classic, except for Kedge. So Soul A is is a, a big zone that you want to hit if you want to level fast. Yeah. Then you can go to like Soul B or Lower Guck. And then finally, you know, you wrap up uh, that last couple levels on like Elite Goblin Island and Ocean of Tears or in the hole. Um, most people won't believe this, but Elite Goblin Island is actually much faster than leveling up in the hole, even though the, the mob levels are lower. Really? Now Kunark is Kunark is open though. So really after like 45, I would just go to like Sebelis or Chardock. Fucking hate Chardock. This man then gave me so much information of like 20 years of just like a good guide. Zay, where the hell were you, man? Well, hold on. Can, can we just take a minute here and just have him? Uh, can we just recap? And he's never said unrest. You spend 99 you points mouth, time. Dude, that's my house. That's the problem. Okay. You wonder why you don't level? Because you're always in that shithole of a place. Wow, bro, that's my house. Okay, ah, my well, you know, your house is a shithole. I, I don't, every mod, you know, it's, you know, it's funny. Dusty. It's, it's a little dusty. It's way dusty. Now, I will say this. Uh, I, I prefer Soul B because Guck's always fucking camped, dude. And I know they have instances, but it's always camped. And Soul B, Soul B is where you get the go to fetid boots, right? They're always camped by somebody. Yeah, but the that's boots are, but, but the rest of the zone is a great zone to go to. I mean, Soul A and B are so overlooked because they're sort of w out of the way. Everyone goes to Guck, and it's like, dude, no, no, no. So, so Zay, let's 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 talk. Are we gonna partner and uh, level up together? Like, you're just gonna make a new character, show me the way. I'm like your little Palawa. I mean, if you, if you want to, yeah, we can make a group if you want. Absolutely. No, it's just gonna be me and you, bro. Oh my uh, god! You'll, you'll be the Batman. I'll be Blank Man. If you know who that is. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Batman. Oh, my God. Hey, man, that's so funny that you even know what Blank Man is. Like. So, you know, I, I do have a, I do, I do have a, a, an odd question. Um, what would pull you away from EverQuest? What game function or game type would be, you know what, dude? I, th I think I'm going to, I'm going to go play this game. I, I'm interested in it. You know what? What anything out right now that's kind of piquing your interest? No, honestly, like it's, it, after twenty one years, I think I'd be lying to myself if I said there was anything. Like Pantheon is going to be the closest thing if it comes out it, that'll it uh, give EQ. It yeah, won't. That'll give EQ <laughs> a, a run. run yeah, I agree. And the problem is, it'll end up being like Crowfall. But you know, I mean, the graphics will be inundated and outdated, right? You'll be inundated with just trash. I, I'm just, I'm uh, concerned. Ashes of creation. Oh, come on. It's just going to be you in a field with a million different fucking people on a million different mounts. That's all Ooh. that game is, is right now. 
dolphins in it, bro. It's like Flipper with EverQuest put together. Ah, it's so stupid, bro. And I invested in that and want my money back so bad. I'm so disgusted by them right now. You never played Guild Wars or Star Wars Galaxy, Star Wars Old Republic? Um, I never hit any of those. I played Dark Age of Camelot. I played a bunch of like uh, Korean MMOs, like 12 Sky and that kind of stuff. Oh, so what is it? Nine Dragons? Say again? Was it Nine Dragons or Six Dragons or something like that? It was a good Korean one. Um, yeah, I think I played Nine Dragons. There's so many, and they're all so similar. Yeah, you know? very. They're just rinse and repeat. You know, how can I get your money real quick from a, a item shop? You would have been insane on all, any of the Star Wars games, bro. Just on how your gameplay is and how quickly you understand the strategy, like all that type of stuff, you would have been insane on the game. I wish I had played Star Wars Galaxies when it came out back in the day. Play it now. Sony took it. Not when Sony took it, bro. It was garbage. Yeah, I heard they ruined it, yeah. Well, so they the ruined everything. I was a little kid. I could only convince my mom to give me one MMO subscription at a time. And even that <laughs> sometimes was tough. You know what I mean? I'm out there shoveling snow so I can get back to Crush Bone. <laughs> they fantastic. gave you a timer on your internet? Like, I had, a that had that, bro. And it, they were like, yes. shut it off at 9 o'clock. I was like, what the hell? During the summer months was the worst because, like, during the school year, I could come home and play EverQuest till I went to sleep. But during the summer months, they're like, you're supposed to be a kid. Go outside and play. You can play EverQuest 90 minutes a day. And I'm like, oh, God, I got I to gotta get these durves down quick. Oh, wow. See, I was an adult by then. I just had my wife telling me I couldn't do it. It's a big difference. Big difference. She was wanting you to stir that cough. <sighs> Dude, I wish that. that. I wish that was the case because I wouldn't be on EverQuest. (laughs) So, Zay, Mike, I have a a good question. EverQuest turned me off because I felt, and maybe it's just me, but I felt like when my friend introduced me to EverQuest in 1999, he was so, when he joined a guild, it was like a way you had to speak or whatever like that. It was like some type of code. And I would ask him, hey, just ask him where this is or whatever from there. And he wouldn't want to ask him. Is there a like a I don't know EverQuest etiquette of how you talk or even like high playing uh, players like yourself that's in a high end guild where you guys are more avoid folks that speak this way or speak that way or I don't know maybe I'm just a little more wilder I'm not too crazy I'm like obviously I'm just like you know I'm talking and everything from there but I feel like a lot of people are what do you call that? dry humor or just i don't know dull yeah i mean there's definitely a lot of you know there's i think there's a lot of people who are like socially awkward that play um yes i don't really avoid people like something there's things you'll watch for i guess when you interact with anybody like if it would weird me out if i was interacting with this person on the street then it's the same way in the game but most people you know everyone's got a different background and stuff I, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I've because because of being a content creator and running guilds while doing so, I think you tend to attract a plethora of people, right? You you get the weirdies, you get the 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 hanger-ons, the the beggars, uh, the you. Uh, yeah, I'm just here because you stream, and I want to see my name on stream. I mean, I've I've seen such a just such a a vast variety of of types of people. I'm mute to it now. Like, so I have my mods who will play with me and they're like, no, you know, this guy's not cool. And I'm just like, yeah, just another weirdo, but okay. Um, okay. You can't be in my guild anymore, dude, because so-and-so said so, uh, you know, and it's just funny to me because you are right though. There is a line 
uh, where if I'm in public and this person came up and, and was like, want to see my butthole? I have joined the guild to send you pictures. And I'm just like, that would not translate yeah. very well in real life. But, but that's the thing. It's like, I've been able to kind of be more open with my internet uh, cafe, if you will, as opposed to I'm very closed off in real life. I, I don't deal well with people in real life. I, I just, people are stupid. Uh, I don't well, know. What I was trying to get to is I, I guess I don't like the folks that take the game way too seriously. They kill the whole vibe. It's like if I just came back from work from 10 hour shift and I'm over here trying to play a video game and then you get somebody, what the hell you did that for? Like, you know, you're not maximizing your damage and we're still killing the group. Like, you know, the mobs that are in there fairly quickly, everything from there. I just, I don't see how anybody is relief, relieving stress or not looking at this as a job versus just a video game. I get the difference when you're actually raiding. People got to be serious. You're not killing each, uh, each other like that. But some folks get so frustrated if they didn't use one spell prop or a spell properly or even use the right spell. And they're like, let's get them out the guild. Do you find that when you're a guild leader, you have a toggle or between the hardcore uh, players. And I guess the, uh, how should I say the morale or di diplomacy in the guild to say, Hey guys, be patient. They're not as bad as what they, you know, the other person is, we just need to teach them or they're never going to be like the biggest pro person. We don't need them for like, we need the, you know, the bodies they're doing that and they're cool. Like, how do you balance that all out when you have somebody that might be too toxic that's a really great player and he only wants to play with pro players? I know that was a lot, but that's where I'm getting at. Yeah, I mean, being a guild leader, you're definitely a full-time politician. Um, and people who don't understand that usually end up doing a poor job of leading guilds. Uh, so, yeah, you got to balance it all. Now, there's people who are, are super serious like that. And, the you know, what I think about now is like, EverQuest just really is not that hard. And so something I've been thinking about a lot lately is like the top 10 people in my guild, I could kick them tomorrow and we would not wipe on any new raids the next day for having kicked them. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a line there, I think, when leading a guild. And you are correct. You're a politician. You know, you're shaking babies and kissing hands on all the time. You log on, you're bombarded your first 20 minutes dealing with drama that happened when you were offline. And it usually yeah. comes from a fucking tryhard, right? It comes from that one guy who gets pissed off because you messed your rotation up. Now, there are certain things where the manor batteries have to do what they do. You know, there are the heal rotations, and there are certain things that people have to know what they do. But I've, I've been in raids, man, where they're bitching at the DPS, and I'm just like, if he wasn't here, we would still be okay. Calm down. And and all That's the where I'm at with that, yeah, bro. but 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 you're not gonna you're you're gonna have that. So if you're in the top five guilds, depending on the leadership, that's what you have to find out. First off, have a, have a talk with with the leadership, right? That's the guild guild master. If he doesn't have time to talk with you, then you don't have time for that guild, right? Even if it's five seconds to feel them out, because the people that he or he or she will gather around him are going to be people that are going to lead and do the things he doesn't he or she doesn't have time for. So if Zade's off because Zade's dealing with real life issues, he's going to bestow the privileges of leading that guild to the top five or ten people or even two people to make those decisions, right? If they're like him, then you'll have a good experience. If he turns his back and there are raving lunatics, that guild is a shit show. And there's going to be, and you should be able to see that this at this age, right? You see it at work, right? 
you know, you've got your main boss, you've got the boss hires two other people, those people, do, and it's just, there's no different. Leading a guild, good. You can lead or you can govern a three-tiered system in real life. You could be the boss of two people, they could be the boss of ten people, and, and you know how to manage that. And that is something that is a weird correlation, if not a direct correlation, into work life. So if they can't handle themselves in a game, they sure as shit don't have their life together, and it's vice versa, you know. And and that's yeah. the thing. And I've learned and it's weird. I've learned that. Like I manage, and I'm doing a damn good job. And I'm going, I'm talking to my my buddies at work, and I was like, what the fuck? Why is this so easy? This shit shouldn't be easy. And he goes, bro, you you've raid, you've had guilds with two hundred people in it. And you've had like successful guilds and you've run guilds and you've, you know, you have these, they do this. You have guys who do the money. You have guys who do the armor. And that's the thing. A lot of people think because you escape into real life, that doesn't come back. This isn't Vegas, baby, right? Everything you learn in real life with interaction with people, if you're a good person, you do bring back or learn and bring back to real life. Oh, yeah. EQ has had a huge positive impact on my leadership ability in the real world. And the good part is, is you can totally fuck up the guild in this, but not mess up your life. You know, you could, you could really have a science experience. You could say, you know what, today, hey, I have this thing going on. It could be similar to some drama in life as it is in game and go, hey, let's try this out and see how it's handled. And if it, if it blows up, then, you know, don't do that in real life because they're people at the end of the day. The problem is, is that it's it, it with us. We see it from both sides because they see us because we stream with cameras. So you don't have that volatile kickback. But if you're just a necro gnome sitting there and your name is IP Red Fifty Five, no one's gonna take you serious. You're just some shit stain on the other side of the computer that talks trash during a raid. You know what I mean? Whereas we, as we said before, Zade Zade said it perfectly. If you're being watched. And you want to show the love, you've got to lead with love. In essence, that's not exactly what he said, but that's the essence of what was said. Right. You got to be the I purveyor. Mean, and people treat us a lot differently. Like whether you're a streamer, especially if you're the guild leader, like the way people interact with you is, is usually not the way they interact. You know, you got to see how they interact with someone who is subordinate to them. Right. Um, what's that saying? Like, watch, judge a person by how they treat the people beneath them, that kind of thing. Like, obviously, when people interact with me as a guild leader or as a well-known streamer in the community here in the small community. Um, they show me a different side of themselves. You know, they try to show you maybe like the best side or the side they, you know, they want you to like them. It's very um, primal. Like if you ever watch lions, they, you know, or, yeah. or, and I hate to say this, I'm not saying they're dogs, but you watch dogs, they come up, they, they, they will submiss if they're, if, if you're the alpha and you would technically be the alpha in that situation, right? They want to get close to you, not out of, out of, out of preservation, but out of just, Hey, if I get near this guy, he knows people, you know, it's that whole do a thing to get a thing. And so they'll come up, right. they're more submissive. They're more uh, apologetic. They're more not who they typically are. Um, and, uh, but, but as, but also in our situations, we can, we can weed that out. Like you're a kiss ass dude. I don't need this. Right. Um, but yeah, you are right. You are right. Well, look, we're getting close soon hour. I want to end with one last question. Uh, and then if, if, if sweets has one, hopefully it's not a long convoluted one, but pretty you know, concise and, and, and person, you know, awesome. But, um, how do you feel about what's the best way to put this? How do you feel about gaming today in the state that it's in 
comparative to when we first started. Now, uh, now there's there's a contingency here. Obviously, it was in its prime. It was new. It was up and coming. Everything great was happening in '90s to you know, up to 2008, right? But I mean, do you feel it's like lackluster? Like we're just trying to relive the '80s kind of thing? Like, what's your perspective on gaming today? And do you think it's going to last another 10 years? Uh, I think it's worse overall, and I think the reason it's worse is because games are generally more expensive now, and so it, people are less capable of taking like risk. I know there's a million indie games and stuff out there, but there's right. just so many that you, you it's hard to like sift through them. But I feel like back in the day there was a lot of like not AAA but like high quality games of mm-hmm. various types, and they were adventurous and daring. And, and nowadays there's so many like you know. NBA 2022 or whatever, right? Like every year they they recycle this this dump of games. Yeah, Call of Duty. Those are the worst offenders. Everyone knows. Um, And it comes at the price of ingenuity and fun. Right. So I I would like to see more of that, but it's just like so expensive. And you see it even with MMOs or MMORPGs. Like look at, I don't know, like Morrowind versus Skyrim. You know what I mean? Skyrim's still a crazy, amazing game and everything, but it's a different beast when you're like, when you have to hire voice actors for every piece of dialogue. Yes. Yeah, no, you're right. The endeavor there, but, it, but I just don't, I don't think you got a fair start. Um, and I think it's doing better now. And I think you're right, I, but I don't, I don't really have hope for the future. Um, I mean, for Christ's sake, they just launched Aeon classic. Are you kidding me? That game was shit when it came out. You, you're redoing right. it. Uh, I don't know. Um, I digress. I, I, I don't think there's a real, perfect solution here i don't i mean i would fuck are you kidding me i've i have i have the steam what the hell is that thing called uh uh vr if someone i'm not about reinventing but if someone would go ahead and just give me vr everquest i'm done uh, i don't need anything for the rest of my life thank you have yeah. a great day right i mean i would love to see that kind of greatness come about um but i don't think it's going to happen i think people are afraid and and I think you're right. I think people are, are not taking risks anymore because uh, it's such a great fall. But it's just, it's so crazy at the expense of others. I mean, it's a shit. If you do a Unity game, you can get half the library for free. Develop a game. Poof, there it is. And you make an item mo- uh, shop, you make your money, right? There's yep. just, there's not an EverQuest or Ultima Online or a WoW. I don't think we're going to see a new one unless they do. Damn. The MMO landscape right now is like a wasteland, and it has been for like ten years. It's terrible. But do you think? And, and okay, so and 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 we'll go a little deeper here on this because I think it's important. Um, Dave Gorgensen or Gregenson, whatever his name was from um, uh, EverQuest. Uh, I, I just you know, guys like him that grew up playing, they played D and D. They were forced to invent their worlds in their minds, right? The generations that we have now, and no offense to you guys or you girls or whatever you call yourselves today or relate to yourselves, but to the human populace, there is no ingenuity, meaning there's no need to use your imagination. Zero, right? You, I mean, D&D is having a comeback, but it's having a, a, a upsurge from people our age. And we're showing our kids and our kids are slowly showing other kids and going, holy shit, what's my imagination? I can read a book. It's like... Yes, you asshole. Use your imagination. Be artsy. Be... And we don't have that. And I think that's why we're at where we're at now. We have unimaginable people trying to see how we can make something classic, brand it, and then re- and, and then relaunch it. And I, th- I think that's the problem we're at today. 
I always imagine that it's like, you know, you have the creative people there, the passionate people, but the, they're not the people who make the decisions. It's like some dude in a suit yeah. who is, is crunching numbers and looking at data and isn't in touch with the community. Maybe even doesn't even know what these games are about. And he gets to dictate what the people with the skill and passion have to but, do, unfortunately. But I think we're where we were back in 1999. Like the balls to come out with EverQuest with the shitty dial-up we had. You know what I mean? Like coming into DSL, like to someone to go, yes, we'll play it. I mean, Ultima Online had the same story, right? They were, they had, fuck, they had dial-up back then, right? You had the old AOL stuff. But I mean, I think we're at that point where we need somebody in a suit to go, yes, I think we have something. And then that's where the, that's where the new line of uh, development will come from. It's no different than the MCU, right? We had shitty... Yeah horrible fucking x-men movies forever but we love them because that's all we had and then all of a sudden you've got the infinity gauntlet series come to life you know what i mean and you're like fuck how do we get here and everyone's like that's the best we've reimagined movies i think we need that in our art world with when it comes to uh, uh game design and gameplay and i'm not looking for someone to reinvent it i'm just looking for someone to give it purpose and i don't even think yeah. we have that you know we just need one small group to make a a groundbreaking indie version you know what i mean and then yeah. some some suit some dudes in suits will see that eventually and they'll make the triple a version bro that's i mean that's what i'm hoping for i mean i, I everyone all my my chat are like what the fuck man another indie film another indie i'm like bro but you don't see what i see I, i'm seeing i'm paying homage to the old days i'm seeing these four and five and seven designers kind of come together and developers and make something out of nothing and and give it its heart and soul and it's like, that's why I give them my time. I'm no one special. I'm not co. I'm not looking to be paid to show or showcase. I'm doing this because I believe and they have something. I don't know. I don't know what it is f completely flushed out. But right now, I want to be in board with them. I mean, I don't know if you, you you said, you know, you may not play any other games, but like Profane, I'm talking to that development group. They are fantastic, bro. I mean, it's an MMO world that's kind of wow looking. Uh, but it's very, uh, it's, it's different. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at legends of Ultima, that, that group, they've done some great stuff. So I love getting in on the ground of that fractured MMO, another group of guys that I really, really, really like dealing with. Um, you know, so I, I think, I think all in all, just like you said, I really want to find some interaction from some new people. And that's one of the reasons we do this. We've talked to developers. We've talked to sky, uh, sky guys who make the sky landscape for games. I mean, we've talked to so many different people and, and I mean, for you to, to step away from family and to give us this time, I really do appreciate it, man. It's, it's uh, it goes a long way in our community to keep what we love alive. Um, and, and I appreciate you. Uh, for coming on here and giving us an hour of your time. It really is important to us. And and I it's think the community, pleasure. no, bro, no, seriously, it's our pleasure. It's, and you've been a great, great, uh, a great guest. I mean, I haven't had to pull anything out of you and we've had guests where I'm like, dude, please fucking answer the question for more than yes or no. Right. Um, and it happens cause we, it's, it's not live, but we do it like it's live. So I, it's, I don't like to cut and edit. I'm fucking lazy. Right. So, but, uh, so I want to put some plugs out for you. Uh, everybody, uh, we're going to spell his name for you. And there'll also be a link if you're using, uh, uh, what is it, iTunes. So that'll be in the links there. But it's uh, Zaid God. So it's Twitch TV forward slash Z-A-I-D-E-G-O-D. You can catch him there. He is a little lax, he said in the beginning. Uh, he has some real life, some Earl stuff going on. And and believe you me, it's, it's so worth it. Because what you invest now, you get to uh, benefit from later on in life. So... Also, there's a few things we do want to touch on. My boy, Sweets D. Willie, 
the insane man that he is because he's not doing enough. Uh, his book, number two, is launching in July, August. Uh, so he'll have his second uh, his second book in a series of three uh, launching out. When we have that actually uh, laid down and tied down, uh, he's making me an affiliate, so we'll get to have that. And you know what? We may be even crazy enough to read that bitch online if he lets us. And we'll have a, a fiery thing in the background uh, like it's Christmas and we're reading, you know, a Christmas story. Maybe we'll go through and read the book online. We'll see if he lets me do you it. just want to make sure your chest is out when you read it. Only the hair. Just a slight hair comes through the buttons because it's overly hairy. Uh, we'll go that route. And I've got some great chest hairs if some of you guys like that. I've been known as a bear in some communities. Also, very important, uh, if not the most important, uh, you know, mental health is mental wealth. We always want to leave on that note because we want you guys to know that your brain is important and your brain keeps you up. So, uh, and especially, come on, say it with me, our soldiers. Yes. They are Operation very important. Valor. Yes. Operation Valor, O-P-V-A-L-O-R.org. Until they tell us to stop, we're going to keep saying it. Their mission is to support veterans in need, physical, mentally, and emotionally. Guys, they went out there and they put their lives on the lines for us and our safety, and you should love on them and give it back to them if you can. Even a dollar will help that organization go there. Donate to them. They do great stuff for those gentlemen, the men and women that served for us. So uh, we want to put that shout out to them. And also to you, the great community of the Gamers Corner, of the Twitch channels, of, of what we do. So thank you guys so very much for listening to the end. We do appreciate you, and we really want to... Uh, get some feedback so hit us up on one of our streams sweet d willie he's the man sweets put out your plugs so we can get going hey man check out sweet d willie on twitch change out the e's put the threes same thing on my uh twitter as well as instagram or ig or the gram what you young folks say but i did want to say zade hey thank you again brother hey you came in yolo didn't hesitate and you're good guy man i got to learn a lot about you and uh Hope to uh, spend some time on the game with you one day. And, dude, just drive that community, man. You you good folks. We need you on uh, the streaming. We need you in EverQuest. We need you just in the gaming world, period, dude. You're good folks. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, guys. We'll talk to you. See you next time. Peace. <laughs>